0: and all content used on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Under no circumstances shall the content by the artists or any contributors be construed as anything other than entertainment. The creators on this podcast will not be held responsible for any misleading interpretations of the content or music, which serves as no purpose more than for the form of entertainment. Enjoy the show. Oh, are we back? Are we back in the building? I ain't got my, I my headphones on. Let me, let me put the headphones on. There, there, we, there we, go. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back ah, to another edition, another storm, and a new season, a new motherfucking episode. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. The uh, grounded Out Sports Show is back. You feel what I'm saying? What season are we in? Season four? Season three? I think we're in season three now. Come on. Let's come on. Turn up. You feel what I'm saying? We here. We in the building. We got a lot to talk about. But let me first first say thank you to everybody that continue to listen to us. Um, watch us over our hiatus. We really do appreciate you. We thank you and we love you. Shout out to everybody that continue to listen. Subscribe, share, like, comment, whatever. Uh, support the show we really 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 thank you and we really do appreciate every single uh listen stream whatever that you guys gave to us we really do appreciate y'all and we love y'all you feel me um before we get into everything make sure that you follow uh the podcast on instagram and facebook grind it out you can uh make sure that you subscribe to the youtube channel uh we have over 550 subscribers now on the youtube And again, I just want to credit everybody that continues to watch and listen to this show and others on the THC Media Network. All right. We appreciate y'all. And again, we really do love y'all. All All right. Listen, we have a great show for you today. Listen, I was trying to get Cousin Scrap on here, but I believe Cousin Scrap is um, doing his truck driver duties right now. So he is either working or if I know my cousin for real. He probably napping. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. So he's doing one or the other. But but listen, we are here. We are in the building, and uh, I'm excited to um to get it popping with y'all. So let's get it right. So let's get it. Let's 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 not even waste any any time. You feel me? Let's not even waste any time. All right. So um, where should we even start? You feel me? Because the sports world has been the sports world has been doing a lot over the last couple months, right? And when we left off with y'all last, we left off with the with the kind of undisputed um kind of left with the undisputed um you know basically like undisputed in ESPN all of this chaos was, you know, just just here, right? There was so much. You feel what I'm saying? My cat. My cat. Where's, where is she? I'm trying to throw something at her because she keep talking. You feel me? She's not over there, but she's over there. Yeah. Okay. She had to shut up. <laughs> but when we talk about ESPN and we talk about FS1, we are now looking at the kind of changing of the guard in a sense, right? Um, <clears throat> as we know, Shannon Sharp has left. Um You know, FS1, he has now, um, he will be on Mondays and Tuesdays with uh, Stephen A. Smith. Um, And that was this past week. He was there Monday and Tuesday um, of this week. Shout out to them. Um, It was a great mashup. It was a great mashup. Um, I loved it. I thought it was dope. And actually, before... That Monday when he came in, as we know, or if, if you haven't heard, um, Shannon Sharp is now, you know, with his Club Shay Shay, which is a huge podcast. Um, Club Shay Shay is now part of the volume. Right. And if you don't know what the volume is, the volume is a podcast network created by Colin Cowherd from the Colin Cowherd show from FS1. Right. Because as we know, the most the two most popular names over at FS1 is Colin and Skip Bayless, right? Those are the ones who make the most money, those are the ones who can kind of make and 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 break power in there, right? They can do what they want. So it's interesting and it's very much a power play in how, you know, Colin has his own network and we don't want to call it necessarily a podcast network, but he has his own network where you have Draymond Green on there. You have um um Richard Sherman on there. You have now Club Shay Shay on there, and then he has his own, right, his own show on there. And so you have a a, a slew of top tier names and shows on your on your on your network already, and you're working for quote unquote your competitor. And low key, you're so big that in a sense, your competitor is going to need you. Because of the Colin, if Colin left FS1, who's watching FS1? Cause Skip, Skip wasn't gonna hold FS, like he wasn't gonna hold down FS1. You feel what I'm saying? He's not doing that. So you need kind of both of them. You need the both pillars of FS1 or Fox Sports to kind of hold that together. Now, you know, we have Fox Sports Radio, we have the iCouple. couple, we have, you know, First Things First, we have Speak. We have so many shows that's coming out for FS1, which is great. But at the same time, they're not Colin Cowherd and they're not Skip Bayless. That's just respect. That's just what it is, right? And so now that you have Shannon Sharp on the volume, that makes your network look so much better. And then to then have as the first episode back for Club Shay Shay, the one and only Stephen A. Smith. You know, it worked. It worked out. It worked out really well. You feel what I'm saying? And Listen. It was a funny two days, first two days that Shannon was on there. He kept calling Stephen A. Skip, you know, which was hilarious because, again, like he said, I'm not about to let six months ruin six and a half years. Right. And, you know, even though a lot of us do not like Skip to a degree, which is me, too, um, I respect him. I respect him a whole lot for what he has done in the spaces of media and sports, especially for a lot of our black um, journalists and media um, heavyweights, real talk. And so now you're seeing the changing of the guard, as we said, Skip, Uh, I'm sorry, Stephen A and Shannon are now on Mondays and Tuesdays, which is going to be very much more dynamic. I'm ready to see that. And then I believe the Undisputed Avengers are here. (laughs) Right. Skip Bayless said, hold up, because we we were told that Skip was going to come back maybe July, like June and everything like that. Nah, Skip had to get this right. Skip had to make sure that if I'm going to bring back the new undisputed. I have to bring it back with some big names. And as we know, ESPN was doing his whole layoffs. We talked about that before we left. ESPN was doing his whole layoffs. And one of the things I had in my head, and I said, this would be good for Fox. This would just be good for TV. But it, it's, I don't think it's going to happen. Now, as we know, he has, who was it? Keyshawn Johnson, right, who was on Keyshawn J and Willen on ESPN, which I love that show, by the way. Um, you have Richard Sherman, Outspoken, has his own podcast, and is on Prime Video um, Football, right? Because I think Amazon has their own football show. He, so he's on there, too. And then you have The Playmaker. Right, legend, Hall of Famer, Michael Lord, and so Mike. Mike is an talker. Mike gonna overtalk you to death. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, always he gonna overtalk you to death. He's going to make sure so you have all of these personalities in the building, and Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is no hoe. You understand what I'm saying? His personality is there as well, and so you have all of these personalities. Plus, you're bringing back uh, Ramona. Um, Ramona Shelburne, you feel what I'm saying? You're bringing in, uh, uh, what's my what's my home girl name? Joe Joe just, 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 just oh shit, I forgot her damn name. But you you bringing all these people in? You feel what I'm saying? And oh, I'm sorry, Rachel Nichols. Sorry, but you're bringing in all of these dope, um, these 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 dope people into the fray, and I'm like, this this may work, right? This may this actually may work. I like Keyshawn across from Skip. Um, he, of course, right now he's not, he's everybody's trying to just get their feet wet, and I think that's what everybody's trying to do right now. We understand that Pat McAfee is also going to be, uh, not at FS1, but he's definitely going to be, um, at ESPN this next coming week, right? So that Tuesday, he'll be starting his week also at ESPN. Listen, I, (sighs) the Undisputed Avengers. The ESPN Avengers, you know, we talk ratings and everything like that. It's just I'm just happy to see that some of the people that I got to like over at ESPN, the Keyshons, are now over here at FS1 where I can still watch them. I'm thankful that Shannon Sharp didn't let this, I guess, I don't want to say problem, but I guess the situation hinder... What was meant for him, right? Because now you have two of the most dynamic voices in sports, and Stephen A and Shannon, every Monday and Tuesday. I'm here for that. And then Shannon may be a success. I'm here for that too. I'm here for all of this. Sorry, y'all. I'm sweating like crazy. But I'm here for all of this. I'm here for it all. I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I've seen, you know, a couple shows with Stephen A and, um, and Shannon. So it's gonna be dope. Skip Bayless is the moderator now. I don't know how to take that. Right? He's always been the one to attack, 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 attack. Now he's the moderator, so he's like doing light jabs, not full, you know? It's not the skip that we know. Right? He's he's kinda toned it down a lot. You know, he's the moderator. You have three dynamic voices in Keyshawn, Michael, and Rich. That that's you only had to deal with one. Which was which was Shannon, and that was dynamic in itself, right? And so now he's the moderator, which which is very intri- intriguing and interesting to see him in that role. So we we'll, we're going to be watching, we're going to be watching the 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 ESPN Avengers and the Undisputed Avengers. We're going to be watching them. We're going to be watching them. We're going to be watching and we're going to be definitely keeping a close eye on. I think it's going to be dope. I think they just need to work out some kinks. You know what I'm saying? I think every every time you go into a new something. I gotta work out some kinks, man. And and here's the thing, Stephen A. The the when when he was calling him, you know, when 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 Shannon was calling him Skip so much, Stephen A. was like, it, "It's not a big deal. You was with him for seven years. I get it." So let me just put a name tag on, and it's an all fun and laughter. You feel what I'm saying? Why? Because it's gonna bring them ratings. We are entertaining at the end of the day. We just can't talk sports. We gotta be entertaining, and that's what they are—entertaining. Also talking that talk. I'm here for it, man. I'm I'm really here for it. Bro. Let me know if y'all are here for it. Let me know what y'all think about the new Undisputed, the new ESPN First Take. You know, lineup. What do you think? Did you like the first week? Did you like Undisputed? The, these last two weeks of Undisputed. Did you like the first week of uh, First Take? The new lineup. Are you going to like when Pat McAfee comes in? Let us know and, and 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 let us know what you think. All right. Listen. Um, I want to talk about this real quick. And I couldn't find the video for it. I was trying to find the damn video. Just like a short video of it. Is LeBron James the most scrutinized player in NBA history? Well, that's what I believe Rich Paul believes. Um, He said on the Gills Arena podcast, shout out to Gil. Um, He said that basically um, LeBron James is getting covered 24-7, 365 days. And that's just because of the time we're in. He is the most scrutinized player because of it. Now, I'm going to agree with Rich to a degree. Okay? With the advent of social media, I can't disagree in a sense where the eyes of the world are always on you. Right? They're always on you. You are LeBron freaking James. You are the chosen one, you are the king. To many, you are considered the GOAT. So the eyes of the world are always on you. And especially with social media in the fray, however, and but, let's not act like like LeBron James. He has not put this, some of this, or maybe a lot of this, on himself. What do you mean by that, Ty? Well, social media works both ways. OK, as a person who understands it, does it, lives it and does it on a very high level. It is a two way street. You hear people complain about social media. Oh, my God, they're talking so much smack. And then you turn around and see the same people that were saying that talking smack. Right. So it's a give and take. Right. We, we talk about sometimes having rules on social media, but even still, it's, it's, it's an unruly world. Right. And so you kind of can make your own rules in which I believe LeBron James has done. If you have a big name like LeBron James, you have more than likely taking the advent of social media and flipped it into where you can make this. You can make the dinero. You can make the mula. You can make the monies. You can make the green. You feel what I'm saying? And so when you are posting clips and you're sitting here and telling people that you're leaving Miami and we were just getting into the Twitters and the social medias of it all yeah that's inviting you have over probably 500 million followers on the socials across all socials now you can determine how many of those are fake and how many of those are not but at the end of the day LeBron James is global with or without social media let's just put that out there with social media, it just adds more to his caliber, whether that be positive or negative. So I can agree in Rich Paul is saying he's definitely scrutinized. I don't agree. And as somebody who grew up in the social media era, as somebody who grew up watching LeBron James, since he got into the league, real talk, he's not the most scrutinized. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Now, I, what I will say is that people keep, you know, him, in, you know, a lot of people nowadays, especially with the advent of social media, keep his name in their mouth a lot. They are the number one topic. You know, he's their number one topic because his name brings attention, engagement, views. Hell, maybe even Donetto. But also, you invite that when you sit here and have $157 followers on Instagram. You have over 80 to 90 follower, 90 million followers on Twitter. You have over 100 million followers on TikTok. You have over here. You have over here. You have over here. So when you're doing that, and, and more than likely, I don't think LeBron is really in charge of his social media. I believe he has a team or a person who does that, and he may go back and, you know, you know, see what's going on. But LeBron is a businessman. He's a billionaire in the NBA, still playing, about to play his 21st season in the NBA, people. He is scrutinized. He is very heavily monitored, more than a lot of NBA players nowadays. But as somebody, I, I believe Stephen A. said it, He Jordan was a one-on-one when he was scrutinized and everything like that. There's a lot of folks that compare pe- other players to LeBron James in the LeBron James era. There was one of one when it came to Michael. And Michael, even though they didn't have social media, Michael was getting talked about, radio, newspapers. I mean, everywhere he went, like the flu game, the pizza, tried to make this man sick. That scrutinized. Now, I'm not saying LeBron hasn't had that but lebron grew up damn near with me <laughs> you feel what i'm saying he grew up with the cell phones with the you know what i'm saying like he knew he knew and at the time when social media was getting built he probably invested he knew this is what comes with it as much positive as you get you're going to get negative as well you're going to get people who are going to down your play not because they probably don't like you, because secretly they do. It's because your name generates engagement, views, and dinero. You know that, LeBron. Your manager in Rich Paul knows that, LeBron. So for him to go on Gill and say 24-7, 365 days, stretch. I wouldn't call it cap, but that's a definite stretch. Okay? Definite. Definite stretch. Um, I want to go here. I want to go to the little wrestling real quick. Um, man, rest in peace to um, Terry Funk and uh, Bray Wyatt, man. First of all, rest in peace, Terry Funk. Um, I watched his documentary on uh, WWE.com. I believe they have a, like a, it's like WWE's 30 for 30 for their wrestlers, which I love. Um, Terry Funk was dope. I think he was one of the most underrated wrestlers um, in the business, and um, I was just like, "Damn!" To know Terry Funk was gone, I was like, "Damn, damn, damn." Okay, so um, I was just like, "Shit!" It that's one that that's one that was really underrated. He was really, really popular in his day. And um, I remember my uncle talking about him. He, that was his favorite wrestler, Terry Funk. And I was like, really? Terry Funk? He was underrated. He was really underrated to me, to me. And that's just that's just to me. So, um, yeah. Um, but Bray Wyatt is somebody who I really grew up watching um, in the wrestling business. I believe he's been in the wrestling business for almost 10 years um just in WWE but I believe he's been wrestling for a long time. Uh but in WWE I I knew of him once he got to WWE as as Bray Wyatt. Um The Fiend um Sister Abigail like Bray to me was a version or a a smoky era of the Undertaker, right? Because think about this, by the time Bray Wyatt got to WWE, The Undertaker had left. Right? And so for me, I needed something sinister, right? That that air that captures the building. You understand what I'm saying? And that's exactly what he did on his first I can I can think oh, it was SmackDown. Yes, it was. It was SmackDown. I don't know which match it was, but he his first entrance black the whole damn arena black I mean and all you see is him coming out with the lantern yo the whole WWE universe got they lights tell me that wasn't one of the best entrances in WWE history. Tell me. And will blow out the motherfucking, he will blow out the motherfucking candle and the lights will go just. Whoo. And then all of a sudden you in the ring with him and his two brothers and they fucking you up beating your ass. You feel what I'm saying? Like Bray Wyatt was to me that one to just, and his characters, every character that he had was flawless to me. He played his characters to the T. So when I heard that Bray Wyatt suddenly passed off of COVID, like he was supposed to have like he had, I believe he had the vid and then he was recovering and then he was in the hospital. And then he, oh, my God. Bray, Bray Wyatt to me was one of those who was going to supersede. You understand what I'm saying? He had the charisma. He had the he had the entertainment value. He had it. He to me had it all. He had it all. He just needed that push. And I believe they were gonna give him that push once he got back. But damn, to tell y'all I'm not sick about this is um would be lying to y'all. So rest in peace to Terry Funk and definitely rest in peace to Bray Wyatt. Man, that's that's some steepness right there. Alright, so um the uh uh, uh, uh where, where we at where we at USA doesn't bring the FIBA gold medal home. So um <laughs> interesting enough, the um USA basically, you know, the FIBA World Cup is happening. And so, you know, we decided to send out Our B team To FIBA Now When we sent out our B squad To the FIBA World Cup I said And this is And and, and I said this off the air I said I said Do we think we really this cocky To the point where we just seeing the B players Slash C plus players You understand what I'm saying Oh Jaron Jackson Jr. won defensive player of the year So Your point your point. Jalen Brunson went to the playoffs. Okay. I love Jalen Brunson. He's a B-plus player to me. So we're sending B-plus to C-plus average players over there thinking that we're going to win a gold medal. Like like literally having the balls and the cojones to go over there and explain. Cause there has to be, there has to be a level, there has to be, there has to be. There has to be a level of cockiness and some type of of, of just like conceitedness to sit here and take your B-team over there and not think that competition wasn't waiting for you. You got Luca and his country. You got Germany with Schroeder. You got Canada. Okay? These boys ain't playing with y'all. These boys ain't playing with y'all. So okay, we get to the we get to the semifinals. We here. We lose to Germany by two. Two. We got smacked. And then we don't send no We got smacked by them and Lithuania. Why? Cuz we don't have no big man. We don't have a big man Cash! that's what i meant to do <laughs> we don't have a big man over there and i said wait we didn't have a big man over there now thank god we was putting up the points that we did but we didn't have a big man over there how don't we have a big man over there now it's going to be serbia and germany in the gold medal and now it's about to be us in canada in the bronze I don't want to hear any sports analysts or nobody coming up here, man. We well, we, we gonna win the Olympic? No, shut the fuck up! Don't sit here and try to sweep this under the rug now. No, 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 no. Because if we lose this shit, to yo, if I'm Canada, I'm like, oh, we winning this bronze, bro. i we Shay Gillie. <laughs> if I'm Shay Gillie, <laughs> if I'm Shay Gillie and them boys over in Canada, I'm about to embarrass the United States. Do you hear me? Y'all lost to Germany. Hmm. Okay. Bet. And Shay Gillie is no. He's a plus B, B+ player too. You feel me? On his way to becoming a star, star, star. Canada is 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 making the Olympics. You feel what I'm saying? Since 2000, that's lit. And yes, the expectation. I'm sorry for a lot of us in in the U.S. It's for y'all to win it all. Now, we knew LeBron and all of them wasn't about to go over there, but we thought y'all was going to send at least a Damian Lillard, you know, a Giannis, something, but Giannis wasn't playing for us. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) No. John Morant could have went over there, hell, but nope, he's on suspension. And I'm not saying our team did crazy bad. No. But I also believe, wholeheartedly, that us as a country really believe like, oh, we can just send our B team over there and we're going to get the gold medal. No. We got smacked in the face. That's how I feel through this whole thing. And I'm like, okay, we winning, but it's going to be a time when we get to these, when we get to the games that matter where it's not gonna it, 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 it's not going to matter. You understand what I'm saying? And so now we have to play Canada in the bronze game to see who's going to be out the bronze. And I'm. I don't even know. I don't even know we're we going to be in bronze. I don't even know. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. And maybe I sound like a hater. Maybe I do. Maybe. Call, call me a hater if you want to. But I also see. That we did not take this FIBA World Cup as seriously as we should the Olympics. Oh, because everybody got something busy to do. Oh, it's the summer. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Okay, cool. No problem. Y'all got it then. What I don't want to hear is basketball players complaining. No. I don't want to hear niggas complaining about shit if the U.S. lose in the bronze. I don't want to hear shit. No. No, because y'all sent them over there. Steve Kerr, what happened? Eric Spostra, what happened? Y'all got to be ready for these countries, bro. Just because we are favored, the highly favored to win, don't mean we're going to win. So then that goes into the whole Noah Allows thing. Right? Because Noah Allows literally said what he said. Okay? And he said NBA champions of what? The let let I, I'm sorry. Let me let Noah Allows say what he said and how he ripped the NBA. Let's get into it. World champion of what? The United States? You know the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? <laughs> the United States? Don't get me wrong. I, I love the U.S. at times. <laughs> but that ain't the world. That is not the world, we are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on they flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. <laughs> now, no, 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 no. I've seen so many people come out, including the NBA players, analysts, radio hosts, newspapers, and basically say, Yeah, technically he's right, but you know, we do have players from other world, you know, uh, you know, across the world, and we are recognized as a global brand. That the NBA is recognized as a global brand. And I think about it, I was like, y'all are right when y'all say that. However, he's right as well. And I know that hurt y'all little feel wings, but now losing and not going to the gold medal game, that proves his point even more. Um Noah Lows is a world champion in his in his own right, and and um, for the one hundred and the two hundred uh, meter run and sprint, and uh, he recently just won gold in both those, and I believe three gold medals, excuse me, and um, he basically said what he said, you know, and yes, the NBA has become and is to this day a global phenomenon, and it's a brand, it's a global brand, right? It puts it it helps a lot of other basketball leagues across the world literally put on right however when it comes to these world championships and we're talking about the FIBA we're talking about the Olympics when it comes to those those are world championships because as not as as Noah said clear they represent the country when we go over there we represent the USA when they when Germany comes over they're representing Germany when Serbia comes over they're representing Serbia when Canada comes over They're representing Canada. Shea Gildress, Luca, and all of them are not playing for the U.S. Why? Because they're not from here. Giannis ain't from here. He plays here. But he ain't from here. You understand what I'm saying? And so while we sit here as United States athletes, commentators, watchers, whatever, believing and assuming that we can just win it all y'all forgot time doesn't wait for no motherfucker and no man time continues to move and in that time countries in their respective lanes whether that be basketball track and field whatever continue to get better now, I'm not saying us in the United States don't continue to get better, but we have an elitism complex. We believe that just because we consistently throw on gold medals or even medals around our weight uh, or excuse me, around our neck, that we are just superior to every country. And I don't believe that. And if this right here didn't prove to you in a sense in the basketball world why that is. Then you need to understand, because honestly, if the United States loses to Canada again, it's going to prove Noah right. More right, even. And he's right. People come out there to represent their country, to put their heart like to train for four to five years just to put on for about four to five minutes or 20 to 25 minutes. Now, I'm not saying our basketball players don't train. I'm not saying our basketball players don't do what they need to do. Excuse me. But we wasn't ready. And we need to make sure that we're ready. You feel me? We need to make sure that we're ready when it comes to things like this. So y'all remember in 2000, I believe in 2004, when Team USA got smacked and they thought they were going to win just because, you know, we coming off the 1996, whatever, whatever, 2000, whatever, whatever. And we're coming off back to back gold medals thinking that, oh, we just a shit. Nah, we got our ass cracked. And that was with a team with Tim Duncan, all them boys on there. Yeah, we got our ass cracked. That redeemed team the next year came back to win that shit. They was like, we're not doing this again. That was with Kobe, LeBron, all of them. So y'all thought a B team, and I don't give a damn if that is the Olympics. Y'all thought a B team for the FIBA was going to do it. I think that's how elitism we are. That's how that's how we think. Like, yeah, our B team can beat their ass. No. No, they can't. Because they're going to put out their probably A, B, C team together all in one. Y'all didn't put an A-plus player out on our court. Y'all didn't have an A-plus player on our court. If I run 2K right now, there is not a 90-plus on our court right now. Nobody. Nobody. Everybody is probably 89 and below. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. Everybody on that team, if you put them in a 2K overall number right now, everybody on that team is at 89 or below. Not even probably. Maybe the 87, 88 or below. You don't have no 90 player on their team. None. We got it done in some aspects we got it done but to lose in that fashion i'm sorry nah so we we better i'm sorry the expectation is for us to win now for the canada game there is no oh i hope you know you better win because if you don't win it's going to look bad on us as just the country period We'll probably let this slide because it's Germany and, you know what I'm saying, the, again, like I said, people are playing way more, a lot better overseas. You feel what I'm saying? Now than ever before. So y'all need to stop playing and acting like this shit is just a game and, oh, we can just go out there and bullshit. This ain't bullshit. This is basketball, nigga. They, they bodying y'all up. They playing y'all like we in the NBA. And they're going to sit here and try to win do you want to win? Yes or no. That's all I wanted to know. And for me, y'all didn't want to win it that bad. Y'all didn't want the gold medal? Obviously, y'all want to go. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm bullshitting. Maybe I'm doing too much. I don't know. I don't know. That's just me though. Just me though. You feel what I'm saying? Um, one person that I thought, um, when we're sticking with the NBA, one person that I'm that I'm just I'm, I'm really over at this point um, is Mr. James Harden. Um, James Harden has called. Well, in the news now, James Harden has been in the news, you know, calling Daryl Moyer liar for something. He's been fined four hundred thousand dollars. He wants to be traded. It's you know he's out with little baby again. It's 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 just allegedly right, but it's just it, at this point, bro. At this point, can I can I just talk real freely, real openly to to Mr. Harden, bro? Like James, I just want to ask you, bro. Real talk. Do you want to play, or do you just want to make money, bro? Like is 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 that what you want to do? Like do you want to play basketball and win some shit or do you just want to make your money and just just play when you want to play? Because if it's the latter then you can sit out for the whole season. Daryl Morey ain't got to pay you. You can you can do that. Because let me let me make this clear and as as everybody said, especially Rachel Nichols, shout out to her. I'm I'm so glad she's back on TV. Um yo the only one that can fuck up this is you. It ain't nobody else, bro. When you did this shit in Houston, we didn't know what was going on. We was, we was on your side. We ride. We we did. We ride for you. But then you just kept getting out of situation after situation. And there was really nothing to show for it. Yeah, you put up the 21 and 14 double doubles and all of that good stuff. But you got big, bro. You know, you got a little chunky. You understand what I'm saying? Once you went to Majesty, started hanging with a little baby and all that shit, you started to get a little chunky. And you thought just by putting up 45, 50 points, you know, for three consecutive games that, oh, I'm I'm James Harden, I'm back. Nope, 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 nope. Okay? No. You have to do that consistently. You know that. You have to be doing that consistently. And you could. At one point, very much do it consistently. You were a walking damn near 30 points. You were, you know what I'm saying? When you was in, you were when you were in Houston, you were a walking bucket. The old step back was nasty. But now, James, I just feel like you're old, you're tired, and you're tired. Like, I really feel like you just tired and you over it, but you still want the money. And I'm just like, allegedly, to me, you're one of the reasons why Doc Rivers doesn't have a coaching job right now. And then you attack the man who signs your checks. (sighs) I be wanting to tell players like do y'all think do y'all really think that y'all are the bosses in the NBA just because y'all made a few relationships and bop 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 do y'all really think that the name that or, or the use of your name and your likeness can get what you want it could to a degree but when we've seen it so many times when we've seen the writing on the wall so many times in this sense we're tired, James. We're tired. I know I am. I'm sick of it. You're doing a lot. You're doing the most. And you're not doing anything in return. So, bro, to me, Daryl Morey, I'm, I'm going to say something real controversial. Release James Harden. Release him. Release him. I mean, pay him what you want. Like, release his ass, buy out, pay out, and let him go on by his way, bro. Let another team deal with that bullshit. Because you had Houston dealing with that bullshit. You now have Philly dealing with that bullshit. Like, who else wants to deal with the headache of fucking James Harden? That's a headache, bro. To be dealing with this situation again? For you to be wanting out of another organization over some bullshit again? (laughs) Daryl Morey, I know it's going to be a hit to you right now. Pay this man out and release him. You cannot be having people calling you a liar on damn near national social media television. Can't be doing that, especially in front of people who I don't know or maybe do that could have decisions and sway, but I'm not swaying nothing. I hope Daryl Morey, I hope Daryl Morey keeps him and low-key doesn't play his ass because I don't think James, James is going to want to play. He's going to get fat again. Prove me wrong, bro. Prove me wrong, James, that you're not going to get fat again and go to Magic City with little baby. Have wings all glory and shit like Lou Williams. Come on, bro. Y'all a mess, bro. Y'all do too much. Y'all really do. Y'all really... Uh, y'all really do. All right. All right, listen. Last topic of the day. The NFL is here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The NFL is here, and I am super excited uh, because... What is today? Today Today's Friday. We're recording right now. Yesterday on Thursday was the first official Thursday night football game, national televised game, which had my Detroit Lions going against the reigning, defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. You feel what I'm saying? And um, the Kansas City Chiefs didn't have Chris Jones. They didn't have Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, I believe, uh, hyper extended his knee. Uh, Chris Jones is holding out for some more money, which I am so here for. Big dog, get your paper. But I also had a gut feeling that we were still going to lose this game. Now I made a video and I said that we had a chance. We did have a chance to start the year off one and zero. Okay, and when we start, and when and when I said that. I was, I was, can I say I was a little optimistic, but I was still, you know, as a Lions fan, you, you, you optimistic. You like, yeah, we're going to (coughs) do, we going to do that shit. (laughs) But in the back of my mind, I had that one, that one to 5% like, Lord, please don't let me wake up and I'm disappointed. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because I went to sleep, right? And I'm like, Lord, please, please, please. I kept, and I kept trying to check the score. I'm like, Lord, please just, just let me go to sleep. And let me wake up. Even, and I said, Lord, even if it's about one freaking point, I don't care. We got the dub. And what did we do? What did we do? <laughs> yes, Lord. We won by one point 21 to 20. It was great. Um, um, it was it was dope bro like we we really did our thing there's some things that we definitely need to work on um our defense again has gotten better um I think on both sides of the ball we just every every like both teams need to stop dropping balls you understand what I'm saying because in all in all reality if number 19 catches two of the four balls he dropped we lost that game he goes into the end zone touchdown Twice. It was two instances where Patrick Mahomes threw to number 19. I can't can't remember his name, but number 19. And literally, if he would have caught the ball in his hands instead of it saying, oh, it was my gloves. I'm like, oh, because, you know, the Lions win one against Super uh, Super Bowl defender champions. It's always going to be like, oh, well, Chris Jones wasn't there. Oh, well, this wasn't there. Oh, Well, th-. but you're right. You didn't have all your shit, and we still was looking like we was about to lose. No. Dan Campbell said, we got this shit. we going to come out. we going to win. And I don't give a fuck if it is by point five, one point. We won that, bitch. <sighs> Buffs on all week. Don't talk to me until next week, bruh. Until your team gets a dub this week, this weekend, don't talk nothing to me, bro. I got the buffs on all weekend, bro. Talk talk, talk to me nice. You feel me? Talk to me nice. You feel what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, but listen, um, we got the schedule here. Let me get the schedule up real quick because I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. Here's, a, here's some of my predictions for going forward for, like, for the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. Super Bowl predictions right here. I'm going to say that the Baltimore Ravens come out the AFC and. You know what? Crazy take. Baltimore. <laughs> I can't even say the last one. Baltimore Ravens versus the D. Detroit Lions in the Super Motherfucking Bowl. I said it. I did. Say something. I I I I want I want y'all to come in these comments and just I I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And maybe 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 it's false hype. Maybe. It's, but listen, I if you listen to me last year talking about the Detroit Lions. I, I really believed last year our first game home uh, our, our first game opener was against the Eagles and we lost by three points and I said every time we lost a game, we didn't lose it by crazy by crazy amounts, you know We didn't lose by crazy amount. We didn't lose by 20. It was only one game where we actually lost by 20 and that was like Dallas because Dallas's offense was just so super high powered, so much better than us at the time. I'm, I'm, and I was looking every game after that. I'm like, yo, we're winning, we're winning. And I looked back at the four or five games that we lost, and I'm like, yo, we could have won those. We lost by, to the Eagles by three, 42 to 45. We lost to the Vikings, 24 to 28. You understand what I'm saying? We lost to another team like 16 and 19. Like to me, it was just like, yo, come on. Come on. You understand what I'm saying? Like our offense is there. Our defense for me though, we needed to just we need to do better. And so I felt like we're we're on a path of doing better. And listen, I told him, I was like, yo, we need we need a win. We need to win this year. Um, um we, we need a win. And so I'm excited. Um for my Detroit Lions. And yes, I've picked him to go to the Super Bowl. You feel what I'm saying? And um, might be the most outrageous take, probably. But that's okay. They will face the Baltimore Ravens and probably lose. You understand what I'm saying? Because I want I really want Lamar Jackson to get his ring. This is the perfect year for Lamar to get. He got paid. He got OBJ. I mean, this man can flow now. He ain't got nothing. To me, and football in, he really don't got nothing to worry about. It's just him against the tarp. Shit. And and you and you do what you do. You feel what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I'm really excited to see what happens with um, uh, you know, with um, what am I trying to say? With uh, the Ravens and everything. But I'm very excited about the uh, my guys in um, Detroit and everything. So let's see week one. All right, so September 11th. Right. For week one, you got the Jets and the Bills. OK, so we just had the of course, we just had Detroit and um, Kansas City again. I hope Travis Kelsey gets better. I know a hyperextended knee is not the most beautiful injury to have right now. And In- getting injured period sucks, um, especially during a walkthrough. You understand what I'm saying? Like that shit is just trash. But, um, you know, the Bills and the Jets, you know, you got. You got Josh Allen, and then you got the newly cemented um, Aaron Rodgers here in New York um, with the Jets. Well, Jersey, but (laughs) Um, who do I think is going to win this? Oh, man, the Bills or the Jets. I think the Bills are going to pull it out. Yeah. maybe by a close margin as well I think it's going to be like a 23 21 type of thing as well you know like the Chiefs and the Lions was because it's, it's trying to see who's going to be the one to edge out you know what I'm saying and they're both in the same conference and so this is again this is not Aaron Rodgers in the NFC where he can just dominate no this is Aaron Rodgers in the AFC where you have a lot more quarterback and player competition in a Josh Allen in a Patrick Mahomes in a um, uh, Lamar Jackson, and a Justin Herbert, and a um, you know, and and so many more, and a Tonga Tuvaloa. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, you know. So, it's going to be interesting. I think the Bills are going to do it. I think the Jets do have a great defense, so that's what I'll definitely be looking for. Because if the Jets defense doesn't allow the Bills to really get off the way they get off, then the Jets will win. It would just need Aaron's offense to power them through, right? And so, which I believe it will it will be a close game. That's how that's how close I think it will be. Um, so I got the Bills. Maybe like 23, 21, you know, 24, 22 21, something like that. It's going to be a close game. Defenses are going to go crazy. And um, I'm excited. That's going to be a good game. Um, so listen, y'all. This that has been it. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all so, so so much alright and we out of here be sure to like comment subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcast um, Amazon um, you know Alexa all of that good stuff you know what I'm saying we're there as well you can watch us here on the YouTube um, on the YouTube at the TAC Media Network and um, yeah man we appreciate y'all we love y'all we thank y'all and this has been another one all right, y'all be good, stay easy, be breezy, and uh, love on some football today or this weekend. All right, <laughs> peace. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Ty the Pie Guy, and listen, make sure that you tap in and subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to the THC Media Network for all other podcasts and shows. That are available on our network and turn on those notification bells, all right? Hit that subscribe button, stop playing.